Welcome to the Ferris Love Podcast, where we share spiritual and practical ideas for how to live family life with a beautiful, self-sacrificing love. This week, we have another Q&A episode. The episode dovetails perfectly with last week's on fostering celibate vocations in our children. This week's question is, my spouse and I are having a hard time with our child's desire to live a life of celibacy. I know it can also uh, be a difficulty for parents to have an ideal in their mind for their children, an ideal future, and then the, the child chooses something different, right? And so one case that's oftentimes brought up, which is... A little, somewhat related to what we were just speaking about as far as celibate vocations, is that we didn't have in mind the idea of a celibate vocation for our child, and that yet that seems to be where the child is going. And here, again, we, we can say just a few things, but I think the first thing that... I, li- I like the image that St. Jose Maria gave uh, in get-togethers that he would give in the late 60s and early 70s, where he said, you know, we... We parents, we, we or educators, right? We always, in a good way, we have a good disposition <clears throat> where we, we create a kind of screenplay <laughs> of the future of our child. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, things that we'll do with our child, right? Things we might celebrate seeing. And in this case, more often than not, it's, you know, plan, seeing them take all the normal steps that we are part of life getting married, dating, getting engaged, getting married, having a family of their own, giving us grandchildren. And St. Maria would say that, well, it's great that it's great that we have these plans, right? It's great that we imagine these good things because they're, they're natural and they're part of creation. What St. Maria would add is that we can't leave out the fact that God is the real screenplay writer, right? That we have to make room for God also, in, in the screenplay. And we have to make room for God in our imagination and in our future. And this can be more, this can be more difficult, right, depending on for each person, based on a number of circumstances right, that, that we might have. But that ultimately, and it's part of, it's part of our Christian, it's part of Christianity, right? That there be, there be some who that they're not disrespecting at all the great value of nature, the great value of the family, right? We can never forget, right, that the, the, the realm of grace does not destroy nature, right? The realm of grace builds on nature and perfects nature. And so <clears throat> oftentimes, I think when we see celibacy, again, there can be a little bit of a, St. Maria would speak about this too, that we can see our children's choosing celibacy as a kind of criticism of ourselves or something in ourselves. And that's also not the case, right? Because grace perfects nature. Grace builds on nature. Grace transforms nature. And so it makes sense that there be some... So, so in other words, grace itself is not a... It's not a devaluing of anything that's natural. It's not a... De- so in other words becoming celibate, being given that grace. It's not a devaluing of the family or all the goods of the family. If anything, it's raising it to a higher plane, right? It's raising it to a higher plane. And it's also giving light to this aspect of the church, right, as the family of God. And then I think also it helps us. I think the, the, the great value of the celibate vocation, right, is that 
it helps us to see that the bonds that we have because of baptism, these supernatural bonds, that they are spiritual and that they do produce spiritual, the church is the family of God, and that these bonds do produce spiritual children, right? It's, it's part of, our, Jesus says, the grain of wheat must die, right, in chapter 12 of John's gospel. Unless the grain of wheat uh, dies, it does not bear fruit. But the grain of wheat that, that dies, it bears much fruit. And that's, I think, the principle of celibacy, that celibacy is a kind of, and, but it's also part of all of Christianity, all of Christianity, the teachings of Christ, they can suggest to us that, right, I mean, the world wants us, and part of the world is natural and good, but sometimes what's natural and good can become distorted, right? But the world leads us to value so many things and honor, reputation, right, status, and, all, and so many other things. The world could also lead us to, to value those things in a disordered way, but even the good valuing of those things, the Christian religion, is Christ is teaching us that we die to those things, right? And we die, everyone's going to die to those things in a different way. God is going to call each person to die to those things, to share in, Jesus's, in Jesus Christ's mission in a different way. Dying to those things produces fruit. The world would tell us that dying to those things would be foolish. It wasn't, doesn't make any sense, right? That it, it means frustrating yourself, frustrating your capacities. Precisely Christ is teaching us that dying to those things, voluntarily dying to those things, freely dying to those things, right? In a continuous way, over time, for the sake of love, right? That's what's going to bear fruit. And some people, are he's going to call to do this in a way that's celibate. And there's a danger, I think, that we think that, and we, we might, this is why we might fear celibacy for our children, that, and St. Jose Maria would say, right, celibacy does not mean a lack of love, right? Celibacy is finding love, all of your love, in the heart of God, in the heart of Jesus Christ, and then communicating that love to others in a way that also bears spiritual children. Right? There's so much that could be said about this. But I think this is a good start, especially some a few principles maybe to keep in mind, especially for those who might find the celibate vocation difficult to accept in their own house.